That's not right. I heard it though. Three, two, stop clicking. One. From 1924, when he threw rocks around a canyon, down into the modern age, he's been a boon companion. Though many folks have seen him know, now none of them have held him, or brought a decent hair sample to Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum. You walk him through the woods one night, and you see a vague footprint. Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek it, you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Welcome to the Hidden Zoo, where every week we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. My name is Don, and with me, as always, are Blake. Hi, Don and Ryan. And Ryan. <laughs> Party on, Don. Party on, Ryan. So uh, this week, our show is brought to you by Dogs Who Eat Cat Poop. Uh, Dogs Who Eat Cat Poop. What the fuck? (laughs) That's gross, Don. How much money did did that kick in? Not nearly enough. No? No. Was there any swag, at least, with it? Uh, Yeah, my dogs who eat cat poop. I would really like a Dogs Who Eat Cat Poop shirt. I'm sure that can be arranged. Or perhaps a trucker hat. My tortoise loves cat poop. That's her favorite thing. Well, obviously, it's delicious, and we're just missing out. Apparently. I mean, many, many other animals agree. Nine out of ten other animals agree that cat poop is delicious. I've never had it. I mean, I can't say for a fact it's not delicious. The tenth animal is a cat, so (laughs) the other nine animals at random just love it. My tortoise, tortoises have very good memory, so if she's ever been to a place with a litter box, she remembers where the litter box is and goes straight there post-haste Your tortoise to try to burgle, burgle some turds. <laughs> All right, so we're going to open up the show with some globster news. Coincidentally, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, right after we, we dropped an episode about globsters, uh, something washed up on the beach in Georgia. Allegedly. It's less of a globster because it's shaped. It has a shape. It's shape. I almost said shape. It's shapeful. <laughs> yeah. I'll just say it. It's shapeful. It's not just a hunk of goo with fuzz. Is it polygonal? <laughs> no, or it's t- not. It's more tetrahedral, cylindrical. Oh, okay. It is just. It's, just imagine sure it's a plesiosaur really with only one set of fins. Oh. That's so it looks like a big wiener. With fins. Yeah, sure. With fins. With fins. The fin but- wiener. And Ryan's you, like, wait, yours doesn't have fins? Yeah, I was going to say, you guys don't have fin wieners? Is yours laterally compressed at some point? Because this one is. Uh, no, I, I haven't had lateral compression done on my wiener. Yeah, but this thing, let's see, unknown creature, the Barrier Islands of Georgia, which I did not know existed. Apparently Georgia has barrier islands, just like the Carolinas. Cool. A creature washed up, allegedly, that is... If you look up the Altamahamaha, or Altamahaha, <laughs> which, as whichever, we were saying before we started recording, sounds like a Dragon Ball Z move. Yeah, whichever Dragon Ball <laughs> Z power up move you want to call it, Altamahaha! Yeah! And then just do that for about 22 minutes and change, you'll have a Dragon Ball episode. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> ah! So, according to this. National Geographic article, the Altamaha's power level is over 9,000! <laughs> I'm glad they brought their scanners. 
Yeah, they scanned it. But if you look up the Altima Mama Mama, the this uh, alleged cryptid looks exactly like it, which is a little suspicious. Hey, hey, mm. hey, Blake, your Altima Mama Mama got lateral compression. Well, just in a little bit, I guess. Just in this, you know, this rubber hose I'm looking at that's disguised <laughs> as an animal. So. These photos turned up on the internet, you know, not really a tri- are they attributed to anybody? Let me find it. You know, it's just the kind of thing where it shows up on YouTube and then people went to look for it and there was no evidence of the corpse. Well, that's, that's attributed that's to anybody. So it's a little, you know, it's a little suspicious when there's no name. Oh, wait, Jeff Warren. <laughs> Definitely not one of those guys from Utah. Jeff Warren, the man who reportedly found the remains, sent photos to several media outlets in Georgia where it quickly garnered attention. But there are no physical samples. No one else saw the remains, which are now gone. And some people pointed out that it, if it looked like anything, it looks kind of like a deep sea shark, but it doesn't have slits for gills. And that it's suspicious that the thing looks really... It's very, very intact. It just has a little bit of guts coming out of one side, but the rest of it looks completely intact. I bet it was spirited away by the government. Yeah, the black helicopters yeah, immediately landed it. and scooped it up. Or this Warren guy is related to Ed and Lorraine Warren, and because oh, the yeah. family just trades on bullshit. Oh, I know what I'm thinking of. Jeff Warren, I transliterated that as Warren Jeffs. <laughs> That's why it made me think of the uh, fundamentalist Mormons. <laughs> yeah, that's... So I got that backwards. Sorry, Jeff Warren, you probably are married to your daughter. <laughs> I'm guess. I'm just guessing. As far as we know, we have no evidence to suggest that Jeff Warren is married to his daughter. Yeah. Even though it's Georgia, because it's the South. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's not beaten to death. Let's see. So, yeah, most, well, most likely, totally bullshit. <laughs> doesn't look decomposed it looks exactly like something that's in local folklore and as one of the one of the science people one of the, you know one of those science people says yeah, one of it, those just, dudes. it just seems too convenient <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to uh, I'm inclined to agree with that those science dudes always dropping sweet one liners that's nonsense alright so it's my turn this week and I got I got one from the great state of Michigan. Oh, good! The birthplace of <laughs> of the Motor City Madman and Kid Rock. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, is one of the is it's one the of these... Kid Rock? I was going to yes. <laughs> no, the it's crypt, uh... the cryptid is the Nuge. Yeah, I was going to say, is this cryptid the Nuge? <laughs> it's Marshall Mathers. There's a great white buffalo that's been sighted. <laughs> shirtless and has a bow and he's playing some sweet guitar riffs but then we went to talk to him and he he was a giant fucking asshole (laughs) they have a recording of it and it's just so it goes a tango did you hear it there it was it's the nuge (laughs) the wild nuge the wild nuge north michigan nuge (laughs) yeah we're going we're going nugent this weekend we're gonna find him Find the nuge. I'm pretty sure How does one catch now. the nuge? Uh, you don't yeah. catch the nuge. The nuge catches you. The nuge catches you. Yeah. 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 You just tie an underage groupie to a deer and set it loose. <laughs> Eventually, the nuge will catch it. 
I think he got a, didn't he get accused of that? Yeah, at probably. Some point? Uh, probably. Sure, I'm sure the, he did. Why not? The, the nude seems like the kind of guy that would get into some creepy shit like that. He's not coming after us. What's he going to do? <laughs> he doesn't know we exist. <laughs> this would be the one time that the nude listens to our show. Yeah, he just has a Google alert for Michigan and Nuge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta check this out. Those three little dickheads are talking about my music and how I like to shoot things. And, and my alleged me. pedophilia. Go Trump, go Trump. Prepare the pig hunting helicopter. <laughs> yeah, because he's got multiple helicopters. There's an episode of something where he's in a, heli- he's in a helicopter shooting pigs. <laughs> Because that, how do you shoot pigs without a helicopter? Well, they are an invasive species, so fuck them. But still, it's, it's kind of funny that that's a thing you can do. All right, so I don't, I don't have the nuge. I've got the Michigan Dog Man, <laughs> which pretty, is basically the nuge. It's pretty close. Say, <laughs> now it only it's, hunts at night, but also sometimes during the day. It has a howl that sounds like a man screaming. Imagine that. But surely it's not a man screaming. Are you sure it's not the Nuge? Because that's the legend of the Michigan Dog Man, a fearsome creature that haunts the northern tip of Michigan's lower peninsula. Okay, so the story of the Dog Man starts in 1887. There was a logging camp, and some lumberjacks encountered a seven-foot bipedal dog-like creature. They said it had a man's body and a dog's head. It wasn't seen again until 1937, when it was running with a pack of wild dogs. And at this point, it's on all fours, and it attacked a hunter named Robert Fortney, who took a shot at it and injured the lead dog, which then ran away and escaped on two legs. And according to Cryptid Wiki, a security guard snapped a photo of it in 1961, but as of 2018, the photos have yet to be analyzed. Oh, okay. So obviously they're real. They exist. It's not high on the priority of things to analyze? No, no, not the dog, man. Enhance. 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 The dog's license plate is from Wisconsin. So in 1967, it was cited by several people in a small town called Cross Village. And I feel like it's worth noting that Cross Village has 93 inhabitants, 43 of whom who live alone. And it is 0.73 square miles in area. So, Wait, that sounds pretty small, right? Yeah. Yeah. 0.73 miles. That's not even a square mile. No. No, that's uh, three quarters of a square mile, roughly. Yeah. So, uh, a town half full of aging loners. Lonely folks. Mm-hmm. So, that's uh, definitely real, not, not suspect at all. 100% sober, these folks, too. Yeah. I bet. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's just the, uh, just northern Michigan, just the tip of the glove. There's no meth around there or anything. Mm-mm. And there's well, nothing, not- nothing untowards in the water, either. <laughs> So after a smattering of sightings in the 70s and 80s, uh, in 1987, a Travis, Tra- Travis City DJ named Steve Cook uh, wrote a song called The Legend of the Dogman. It recounted the Dogman's 10-year cycle of antagonizing people in minor ways in years that end in seven. And he actually he played it on his radio station. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the lyrics from the first verse. <clears throat> Good. 
A cool summer morning in early June is when the legend began, at a nameless logging camp in Wexford County where the Manistee River ran. Eleven lumberjacks near the Garland Swamp found an animal they thought was a dog. In a playful mood, they chased it around till it ran inside a hollow log. That line doesn't scan very well. A logger named Johnson grabbed him a stick and poked around inside. Then the thing let out an unearthly scream and came out and stood upright. Oh, he just stopped rhyming at all with this part of the verse. None of those men ever said very much about whatever happened then. They just packed up their belongings and left that night. Were never heard from again. So that leads me to the question if they were never heard from again. Who told the story? Yeah. yeah. Now this That's song just a massive plot it, hole right there. Yeah, it's huge. It's it, it's like you know it's like at the beginning of fucking Citizen Kane. So I I really dislike cyclical cryptids. <laughs> the ones that like are like cicadas. Oh, every seven years, yeah. Mothman bullshit. Didn't we do? Was were the frogs? Yeah, the, the frogs. frogs? Yeah, they Those were, were cyclical too. Well, we, we we were every looking, seventeen like, years. It might have been every seventeen years, like cicadas, but turned out not to work too well. So well, I can't believe I've never heard the dog the dogman song because that sounds like it really rocks. Oh, there are three versions. He recorded think... another one in '97 and uh, and another one in 2007. I haven't listened to them. I'm 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 afraid it will hurt my ears, uh, but. We can, I guess, if you want. But this song actually, it, it got, like, pretty big. It took off uh, after he initially played it on the air, and Cook started to receive letters and phone calls from hundreds of people claiming to have seen the Dogman in the past, which was very interesting because Cook, even though he had an interest in folklore, had never heard of the Dogman, and it just made the whole thing up as an April Fool's prank. <laughs> Wow. So did it, did it crack the charts? Uh, it cracked the Michigan charts, apparently. Okay, so Wolfman Jack never had to play it? No. <laughs> so, like, as far as any analysis, everything I could read, everything I could find can tell, his song was the first actual written record of anything involving the Michigan Dogman in history. And there have been cryptozoology books written since then that mention the Dogman and legends and sightings about the Dogman, but nothing... That can be traced back to prior to 1987, and this is some chupacabra type shit. Well, I thought I thought you said the initial like sighting was back in the 1800s. Yeah, and that came right from his song. Like that's oh. the, the only record of it is that verse I read. Oh, so this is just like made up out of whole cloth, yeah, and then people but it, are like, yeah. But now I remember. Yes, and and so and this is what Cook himself said. And this is a quote from an interview he did in 2011. I'm tremendously skeptical because I've sort of seen the way folklore becomes built from the creation of this song to what it's turned into, but I do believe people who think they saw something really did see something. I also think the Dogman provides them with an avenue to explain what they couldn't explain for themselves. Which is, yeah, sure, like, of course. So you saw a bear <laughs> in the dark or a large dog. Yeah. It's like... But people... finally there's a way to explain that now. Yeah. But, but how do you explain that they ran away... On two legs. Mm. Oh, man. Bears don't do that. Because clearly it's Ever. some unknown dogman mm. and not another animal that just did that. So, now here's the thing about Cook, though. He does appear to believe that he simply accidentally stumbled upon a legend and just happened to write a song about it. And he thinks that the legend dates back to pre-contact 
America because he says he's, to he's spoken to an elder from the Ottawa Chippewa tribe who believes the dogmen are skinwalkers who got trapped between their animal and their human forms. And this is pretty cool because skinwalkers are largely a feature of the Navajo and they live in the Southwest. So, like, I'm not saying this old Native American was senile or fucking with the white man, but I'm kind of saying that. Yeah, that yeah. definitely sounds like he's fucking with them. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I, I actually, when I was living out in Spokane, I met an elder of one of the tribes up there as part of my job. And I was warned that he would try to fuck with me, that he would try to say some, like, Indian-sounding shit. Like, he, like he, he had a habit of looking out the window to where the buffalo were on the reservation if there was a new white person and being like, oh, I can tell by the way the buffalo are hurting that we have many oh, days Satanka, of wet weather in front of us. And if you went, oh, yes, oh, your native wisdom can predict the weather by the patterns of the buffalo, he had no time for you. And if you went, you're full of shit, then he thought you were great. So... So, like, the, the Wamapoke dude from Parks and Rec. Exactly. <laughs> so, now, another Native American uh, seems to think they're spiritual be beings who pass through our plane. This is uh, somebody from the Ho-Chunk slash Winnebago tribe. Uh, so, that's... that's Ho-Chunk? That sounds Ho -chunk? badass. Yeah, Ho-Chunk. That was the original name of the Winnebago tribe. Yeah. So, the spiritual, Ho -chunk? spiritual dogmans. Do they do the truffle shuffle as part of their <laughs> part of <laughs> junk? Yes, but when they do it, truffles rain from the heavens. Yeah, that's well. Yeah. I mean, obviously. Dance. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there was so a sighting is, in ninety guilty of cultural appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> if, hey, if they do the truffle shuffle, they're cultural appropriating from white people. I can't. It's I can't enjoy anything anymore. <laughs> So th there was a sighting in 93 reported in the Grand Haven, Michigan Tribune of a man uh, going by the pseudonym Ben who saw it. So here's, here's what Ben said. I thought it was just a dog walking along, and then it stood up on its hind legs. One of its feet gripped a branch on the tree. Our eyes met, and we just stared at each other for five minutes, and then it ran off. So, like, dogs have never been known to just get up on their hind legs and, and rest on something higher than them. Sounds legit. Yeah, totally. But they stared at each other for five minutes? Yeah, like, what didn't the hell? Break eye I mean, was it just like, dream weaver, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> I don't know. They didn't go into that much detail. And the fact that this guy didn't give his real name and then claimed to see it two more times and it yeah. scared the shit out of him both times. Like, oh, okay, sure, sure you did. Now, the, there is a video, though. It's, oh. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, let me send you guys a link. Copy that link. And I'm going to, that's the best way to do this. I'm just going to send it in the video chat. I, I bet that? this is going to completely change my mind. <clears throat> yes. And we'll, we will uh, link to this in the show notes. I am about to be convinced. Yeah. So just take a few seconds to watch that. Oh, grainy footage. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's they called it the Gable film, and they claimed that it was uh, from a found eight millimeter reel from the 1970s. And you know, we don't know who it is. We just found it in the box. And oh, and, oh I don't have any attachment to this whatsoever. There's just there's just this thing in it. Blake, do you see this? You see how convincing it is? 
Where'd you send it? I to? send it in the video chat. Oh, where? Where? Huh? If what? this is if this is anything, it's a bear. Bring the window up. If it's anything, I don't see it. Okay. Blake, you suck. Hold on. Let me send it. Are you on? Can I send it Technologies, to the Facebook? Technologies, huh? I'm going to send it to your Facebook messenger. Message, like, show me- Wait, I'm showing messages. Oh, here it is. Oh, there it is. Found it. Okay. Like, yeah. literally, this looks like a bear. Yeah. Redirect. It totally does. Like, <clears throat> All right, I'm going to look at it. Expert opinion in three, two, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh, there it is. They isolated it. <laughs> enhance they're zooming and enhancing they will here enhance enhance wow that's a pretty hilarious bear costume yeah or a gorilla i mean like or it could just suit. be just an escape gorilla um but here's the best I, part here's the best part uh look, it, it was it. it was a hoax that steve cook helped out with of course it's a hoax on the 20th anniversary of his song he released the Gable film, uh, or he didn't release it, but it was released, and he had a hand in it. And, the attack. And, and this was revealed, of all fucking places, the hoax was revealed on Monster Quest. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, they needed a legitimate outlet to release it. So we've never found Bigfoot. All the shit that we have carrying around looking for Bigfoot and leprechauns and Loch Ness Monster and shit. Uh, 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 we are legit scientists, and here we're going to prove it by showing you this thing and... Openly admitting it's a hoax. Although I could not get enough of that show. I watched the hell out of Monster Quest and just <laughs> just hate watched every episode. That's what I, I did with it. Ghost Hunters for two seasons and then I just couldn't anymore. Just couldn't I watched Ancient Aliens, so I I couldn't get enough of Giorgio, whatever his name was. Giorgio Suka Sukanopolis. I'm not going to say he's aliens, but he's aliens. Yeah. The walking meme. <laughs> so there is a website, dogmanencounters.com. Ooh. Which really, it does post. sound kind of like like Tinder for dogmen. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Do you want a dogman encounter? <laughs> yeah, it was a 1-800-DOGMAN. You can talk to the finest dogmen in Michigan. <laughs> but it's... Should, it's, it's make a 1-900 number yeah, for it. Yeah, 1-900-DOGMAN. Dogman dog, dog, dog one. Dogman just uses pictures from eight years ago. Dogman's <laughs> super fat now. <laughs> but Dogman sounds really sexy, so it's cool. Yeah. Has re- really on point on the text game, but then when you get there, you're like, God damn it. Dogman. Oh, Dogman just takes he just takes pictures of his face. We never get like yeah, that. Yeah, held up from a wow. real high angle. That whole body. All of Dogman's pictures yeah. are from a really high angle, yeah. Oh yeah. Body type curvy? No, dog man. Curvy, I know what that means. You've gone beyond curvy, dog man. So on, dog uh, man. Here, the, the website actually collects dog man sightings from across the country. So it's not just the Michigan it's not dog just Michigan. man. In it's fact, now they, the... they actually only have five Michigan dog man reports. Oh, yeah. The rest are from, from the rest of the yeah, country. They're from the rest of the country. Evidence. And, and there is a dog man encounters podcast, which is still going. They have almost 200 episodes. What? So, wow. Yeah, two hundred episodes um, for five encounters. No, they have pulled a lot more material country. out of this than I thought we would. Yeah, they interview. There, I guess there are more people out there hunting dogmen than you ever would have expected. We've got a lot to show for it. Yeah, I mean, totally. So here's here's my favorite 
of the five stories. And uh, it's my favorite because it's the shortest. The rest of them were all too long. Uh, okay, so here it is. <clears throat> in its entirety. I was arriving home to my apartment at 11, at 11.45 p.m. when I felt a presence by the wood line. I saw something looking at me, and then finally I saw these two eyes. It seemed like it was stalking me. Oh, hold on. I have something for this. I got to start from the beginning with my creepy music. Can you hear it? That's good. Yeah. I was arriving home to my apartment at 11.45 p.m. when I felt a presence by the woodline. I saw something looking at me, and then finally, I saw these two eyes. It seemed like it was stalking me. I could only see eyes in the shape of its head. I really couldn't see its body, but instantly I felt fear and went inside my apartment. When I went inside, I started looking through the blinds just a little bit. I didn't want to move the blinds that much because I knew he knew where I was. So I didn't want to move the window blinds. Then I saw it heading my way. This beast looked like a bodybuilder with a wolf or dog-like head. Because of its silhouette, this thing must have been seven to eight feet tall. It stopped just for a second right in front of my window. Then it left. Sounds like he was playing Altered Beast. Ma, that was the first thing I thought. <laughs> like somewhere in the woods by his apartment, some dude yelled, Rise from your grave! It's a good beast. thing that, that the thing didn't like do do like a charging energy knee kick right to his apartment because he would have been fucked. <laughs> So one of the other stories claims they saw it on a snowy night outside looking into his window, which was eight feet up, but there were no prints in the snow the next morning. So the Ho-Chunk spiritual theory is, is holding more and more water. I sent you guys a link, too. <laughs> okay. I saw that. It's you something found, different. You found us another Dogman video? No, it's from earlier. <laughs> it's 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 the apocalypse, the oh. silence of the hams. Okay, so we got it's, this. Is this the new shooting? blasting piggies from a helicopter? There we go. This is species. this is amazing. In the U.S., millions mutating, multiplying, mutating, destroying, coast to coast. Dr. Pork. Please tell me that Rise of the Valkyries gets played. Time. So far, no. Dun, 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 dun. I don't you think they would? I see that's good. Wild holes on the ground, baby. Point it down, pig out. Boots on the ground. We got pork on the run, son. Pork on the oh. run, son. Oh, God. Jesus. Well, thanks for that. You're welcome, I'm everyone. I'm glad that it's real, that you weren't making it up. So that's pretty much the whole story of the dog man. Like, it doesn't tie up in a nice, neat bow or anything. It's just a bunch of people who saw a werewolf, one of which may be a dead Greek man who turned into a werewolf after gathering two power orbs from zombies. White wolves, dude. Sounds legit. Oh, yeah, it was the white wolves, yeah. My bad. So my, uh, <clears throat> here's my, my real animal that is, that is real and cooler than the Michigan dog man is the dire wolf. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Do you guys know that was real? It's not just Game of Thrones. It is real. It's extinct. You chase the aurochs around. Yeah. 
It uh, it went extinct about 9,000 years ago during the Quaternary Extinction Event, which was also the one that took most mammoths and mastodons and the giant ground sloth and the six-foot-tall beaver, but, like most of the North American megafauna. Like there was a camel, giant camel and shit. There was all sorts of cool shit that lived here before about that About the extinction. glyptodon. And the glyptodon, yeah, like the fucking big armadillo-looking thing. <laughs> the the weird mammal tortoise. And the smilodon. Oh, yeah. Like one of the Smilodon. biggest cats. That's not the saber-toothed tiger. No, it isn't. It's a Smilodon. Smilodon. It's different. And a saber-toothed tiger isn't a saber-toothed tiger, Blake. It's a saber-toothed cat. I know. Yeah. Mm. But they're, uh, what, in they're in Europe, right? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Asia? But the Smilodon was North America. I know that. Usually so, you can be pretty safe if you just say Asia. <laughs> there's a lot of it. The, the dire wolf was slightly larger on average than an average modern gray wolf. And it was first discovered in 1884 in Indiana, in Evansville, Indiana, which is right in the center of meth country. Uh, and since then, they found almost 2,000 specimens in the Labria tar pits. But I guess it's hard to, like, the tar pits just kind of pull the bones apart, so they've never found a specimen, like, in situ. They just find pieces. Get the and, jigsaw that it. Yeah, they have to try to jigsaw it back time. together the best they can. Um, what we know about it... Uh, being a wolf, it probably was a pack animal, probably a pack hunter. Its head, even though it was only slightly bigger on average than a gray wolf, its head was much larger than an average gray wolf. And it had a really big sagittal crest. It's that, the, the, I don't know if you've ever seen a skeleton of a, of, of. Like a gorilla. Yeah, like a gorilla has a huge sagittal crest. It's like the yeah. mohawk of skull on the very top in the middle. So, uh. That so is the gorillas goes the other way, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. But that that's for um, jaw muscles to hook onto. So like you mm -hmm. can you can surmise the strength of an animal's bite force by measuring the size of the sagittal crest. So this thing could fuck you up. It had an estimated bite force of 163 newtons per kilogram of body weight, and the gray wolf's is 136. That's a lot of fig newtons. Uh huh. Yeah. What's a hyena at for reference? Uh, good question. In front of you? No, I didn't even think to look it up. Hyena bite force. So that tends to be the go-to for mammal bite force. That or pit bulls, which I am told. <laughs> I'm sure you're intimately familiar with I'm, those. I am told <laughs> pit bulls have the bite force of a collapsing neutron star. And they can lock their jaw, can't they? Yeah, it's, they've just been <laughs> evolved to destroy uh, so, uh, do, 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 I was being sarcastic, by yes, the way, so don't try to message me because you can't, number one, because I don't have my info on here, but yeah, that's not correct. But if you email us about pit bulls, we know I have one. He's very sweet. Yeah. Email Don about how violent pit bulls are. And he's how they just a, he's a little stupid though. He's, he's a little stupid. Well, he had brain damage from. The trauma. Okay, so a, we're gonna have to do. Puppy. We have to do a little math here. Uh, hyenas generate four hundred uh, four thousand four hundred and fifty newtons, but that's not adjusted for size. That's just what an average just raw, hyena can just do. Raw so power. See, hyena average weight in kilograms. Well, you gotta adjust it for size. That's not fair. I know. Well, that's <laughs> how we. That's how we can compare apples to apples. Uh, I just want raw numbers because that sounds cooler. Four four fifty. Divided by 68. Is it over 9,000? <laughs> no, it's quite a bit under. Uh, surprisingly, a hyena's bite force uh, in newtons per, per kilogram is only 65. What? 65? Yeah. 
And that one's over a thousand. No, or uh, it's over a hundred. It's doubled. It's oh, okay, sorry, I forgot. So I was thinking of dying thousands. <laughs> unless I did the math wrong. <clears throat> well, we need Vegeta here to analyze it. Yeah, he doesn't. We don't have a scanner with us. All right. So once again, we've reached the final segment of the show. Will the other drunk Scotsman in the bar believe the story of the Michigan Dogmen? <clears throat> All right, Negative. so I was just walking through the woods, a, uh, not uh, not uh, uh, smoking any meth or purchasing any meth or anything related to uh, methamphetamine at all, I swear. Uh, but uh, I was just uh, in the woods, and I saw this uh, it's, uh, a dog, and then it a walked dog. on two legs. A dog with two legs? Yeah, well, no, it had four legs, but it walked on two of them. Oh, so it had four, but it was walking on two. Yeah, like yeah. a man, like He's... a werewolf. You could call it bipedal. Oh yeah, it was a bipedal wolf. Yeah, hey, it was. So yeah, and uh, and then it then it ran away. That's all I did is run away. I, well, uh, what's it gonna do? I'm big and I'm scary. Well, you could at least say hey to it. I I tried. It didn't. It didn't talk. It was a non-vocal bipedal <laughs> dog. It was a non-verbal bipedal dog. Hey. Oh, I don't think there's a lot of those running around these days. Oh, no, I only saw the one. Well, Look. Uh, it doesn't sound very credible to me, if you ask me. Uh, why Why not? Why not? Why well, I say it's a big dog. Aye. It's got four legs, it's got, and it looks on two. Yeah. It's like Garfield. Who's to say that you didn't just see a dog? <laughs> uh, I, how many dogs do you know that walk on two legs? Several. <laughs> I've, t- I've taught me poodle to dance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got nothing. I, I don't know. I don't know what else. I don't know why Angus and Willie have poodles. <laughs> I don't. But I don't I think don't, I don't think they they believe the story. No, Angus Angus and Willie do not believe the story. <laughs> All right. So, um. I think that's it, unless you guys have anything else. I think we are done with this. I'm just show. really upset that it wasn't the Michigan dog, the bounty hunter man, because that would have made it <laughs> even cooler. Where Listen, he had to your this, brother. Listen to your brother. This, this, big, this big-breasted mate that he brings around and shoots everybody with, I don't know, paintballs or whatever. They tackled me and then talked to me about Jesus, Jesus. for a while. <laughs> Asked me if I had any ice. That's it. Double awesome day. Yeah. <laughs> In my mind, I, I can't really separate Dog the Bounty Hunter from Hulk Hogan. Because I think that they should be, they should play brothers in a movie. <laughs> yeah, but isn't Dog the Bounty Hunter, he's like five foot five. Is he? Most, I, of, that's, you know, most of that's hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, got, he's got an extra foot or two of mullet to go along with that. But Yeah, but it's like, like the, a pompadour mullet. Like it, yeah, he, it, it's an awesome mullet. Like I, there's a show I tried to watch for a while until I realized just how fucked up bounty hunting is. Like he's just a civilian <laughs> yeah. who like got a license for paying it like twenty bucks, and now somebody jumped bail and he goes and tackles them and sprays pepper spray in their faces and as an agent of the court proselytizes to them. Yeah, yeah, it's like the internet ministry, internet minister license of law enforcement. <laughs> exactly. No, I can totally arrest you, bro, because I got a certificate I printed online last night. 
Yeah, I went to Bounty Hunter School at the University of Phoenix. Bear spray that guy. <laughs> Can I? Uh, they, I tried to. I tried to sign the forms as Boba Fett, but they wouldn't let me for some reason. Boba I Fett, wanna... where? I, wanna... <laughs> I understood that oh. reference. And then he goes down like a punk. <laughs> yeah. Mm, Boba Fett. Mm. All right, gentlemen. I think it's about time to play us out. So, as always, be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes! Thanks for listening to The Hidden Zoo. Please, uh, you know, subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play Podcasts or Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts at. And if you like us, please leave us a review because we want more people to listen to us. You can visit our website at thehiddenzoo.podbean.com. We are on Twitter as at thehiddenzoo. And if you have any questions or complaints or want to say that Blake was wrong about pit bulls, you can email us at hiddenzoo69 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.